Welcome to the Macmillan Report. I'm Marilyn Wilkes, your host, and today our guest is Professor Susan Stokes. She is the John S. Saden Professor of Political Science and Director of the Yale Program on Democracy. Professor Stokes' research interests include democratic theory and how democracy functions in developing societies, with a focus on Latin America. Her most recent book is Democracy and the Culture of Skepticism, Political Trust in Argentina and Mexico. Today we will talk with Professor Stokes about why leftist parties in Latin American countries have recently won so much electoral support. Welcome Professor Stokes. Thank you very much. You recently completed a paper on globalization and the left in Latin America. Please give us an overview and um, tell us some of your findings. Well, there are two notable things that have happened recently in Latin America. Mm -hmm. One is that there's been a big shift toward what's often called neoliberalism, meaning open markets, uh, relatively open trade with the rest of the world, integration with capital markets. Uh, that's sort of on the economic side. And then on the political side, especially very recently, there have been uh, victories um, by, by parties of the electoral left, social democratic parties, sometimes more left-wing parties. Um, and my paper basically sort of puts those two facts together. It shows that um, the uh, electoral success of the left is largely due or is, it is significantly due to um, parties of the right coming to power and uh, opening trade and decreasing spending um, and increasing capital market integration. And those changes tend to help the left uh, at the ballot box in the next election. Okay, let's um, talk a little bit about the research for the paper. I know you, you look at um, many different countries. Can you um, give us a little uh, overview on the research that you've done? Well, actually my interest in a, in a way in some of these same issues goes back to my dissertation, which I did in Peru a long time ago. Uh, in the 1980s, I was interested in the fact that a left-wing coalition had won elections at the municipal level in, in Lima, which was uh, is a very big, important city. Uh, and uh, so I've, I've actually been interested in electoral politics and the left and, and ideology for a long time. The current research project really involved um, uh, just sort of keeping uh, keeping tabs on what's been going on. I didn't actually spend you know enormous amount of time flying around the region talking to leaders. It's more it's a large uh, statistical cross national study mm -hmm. informed by my own you know, expertise in Latin America, which I've, I've been studying for ever since I finished graduate school or was in graduate school. Okay, so in the countries you've looked at, what is the effect of globalization and state size on elections in those Latin American countries? Well, it tends to help the left in elections, especially when the when rightist parties or right-leaning parties come into office and, uh, and open up capital markets, open up markets to uh, goods and services, um, and decrease the size of the state, that is, have less government spending that tends to um, help the left on average in, uh, in the next election. You can see a, a little bit of the same pattern maybe happening in the United States uh, in our recent electoral cycle where a big issue on the Democratic side was um, NAFTA and free trade and, um, and redistributive policies that tended to concentrate wealth. That probably helped the Democrats um, and a similar kind of thing has, was, has been true in Latin American elections. Okay, so what is the effect of the left in power on globalization and on spending? 
Well, that's the other side of the story. So part of the story is what happens in elections when these uh, economic changes happen. And then the second part of the story is what happens to the economic changes when the left comes to power. And there the interesting story is that rather, even though the left has benefited electorally from opening of trade and, and capital markets under right-wing administrations, it doesn't then, once in office, uh, reduce globalization, reduce ex the exposure of the, of the country to international markets. Rather, it compensates for that exposure by increasing spending. Uh, my own research indicates that the left in office increases general social spending, and then there are other studies that suggest that particularly spending on health and uh, human capital, education, increase under the left in, in the region. Um, one of the uh, things you touch on in, in your paper is um, an anti-bias towards trade for some of the candidates. Can you um, expound upon that a bit? Yeah, well, the, that's the interesting thing. They, they are they've been careful not to promise to you know cut free trade agreements or to um, increase protectionist tariffs they're not the, the candidates in the in electoral campaigns especially the left-leaning candidates don't go out of their way to, to make those kinds of promises but they do in more couched language suggest that they'll revise aspects of the national of the um, North American free trade agreement for example in the, especially in the Mexican case um, again very much like the Obama Clinton um, mm -hmm. debate during the the, pre, the uh, campaign here um, it's a matter of sort of suggesting that globalization is not entirely good for especially for their constituents um, but then once in office I think there are cross-cut pressures that tend to discourage uh, these left-of-center uh, presidents now from really closing down on trade. Um, it would hurt some others of their constituents. I think there's a lot of uncertainty about what the effects of those policies would be. So, uh, so instead of doing that, they try to um, increase spending as a way of sort of compensating those who are um, maybe the losers or who experience more volatility when, when globalization advances. In doing the research, was there anything that particularly surprised you? Um, I think that, w that what surprised me was um, the degree to which the Latin American cases were actually similar to, to cases that we know in the advanced industrial countries. Mm -hmm. So I went into the project thinking that, believing that the notion that had been put out there by other scholars, that there was a dramatic kind of exceptionalism going on in Latin America. The general finding uh, in, in the advanced democracies has been that the more open a country is to trade, on average, the larger the government, the public sector will be. And again, the, the reason, the rationale is that you need a large public sector to cushion the effects of globalization. Um, it looked for a long time, especially going back to the 1990s, as though the Latin American countries were going in the opposite direction. They were increasing trade and at the same time cutting very drastically, sometimes cutting the, 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 the state, cutting the public sector. Um, the more I looked into it, the more it looked like it's sort of a story that's not all that unlike what, happened in, what happens in European democracies, perhaps in the United States and other advanced democracies, wealthier countries, where um, the, uh, you get uh, an increase in trade 
that leads to an increase of social, spend, of social spending in general, government spending, but only under the conditions that a left of center, social democratic kind of government comes to power. Um, but those conditions do tend to make it more likely that such a government will come to power. So really the story doesn't look so different from the, the, the one that we're more familiar with in the advanced democracies. The difference being that the state sector probably doesn't function as well in Latin America as an insurance policy against volatility or as a redistributor of resources from the losers from trade to the win from the winners to trade to the losers, I should say. Okay. Well, thanks very much for being with us uh, today and sharing some of your research. Thank you very much. For more information about Professor Stokes and her research, please visit our website at yale.edu backslash Macmillan Report. Be sure to join us again for another episode of the Macmillan Report made possible through funding from the Whitney and Betty Macmillan Center for International and Area Studies at Yale.